Hello, and this is Pam of Women Are Talking. Um, I am back with uh, an episode um, that I shared with you guys uh, on my previous, uh, it was a trailer, but I actually talked a little longer than when a trailer should be. But um, I'm going to have a guest on um, um, tonight, and we're going to talk about um, happiness. Well, before we get to happiness, we're going to kind of reconnect my uh my bestie from high school, we reconnected, um, recently saw each other. And as I explained in a previous episode, it was like I had seen her, that had, there had been no distance between us. And like I had seen her, you know, the week before, um, that although there has been gap in time from us physically seeing each other, there was really no difference um, when we actually saw each other in person. So, um, so that brings us to uh, this episode that I was sharing with her about um, my my recent feelings of, of happiness and joy and inner peace. And she shared the same, uh, the same thing. And I said, well, then, you know, we need to go on my podcast, Women Are Talking, and we just need to talk about, you know, what happiness is, what that feels like, what does joy feel like, what does inner peace feel like? Um, and I'm planning to have a couple of episodes to speak with people um, about what is happiness and what is inner peace and what is joy and what it feels like. And we're also going to uh, provide just some background um, um, psychology um, that I, you know, um, have some references here. Um, and we're going to talk about that as well. Um, so stay tuned. I will uh, be back with, with uh, my guest. And we are going to talk about it on Women Are Talking. Hello, Miss Celeste. How are you? Hello, Pamela. How are you? I'm good. <laughs> so hopefully we will not get disconnected. I think we are. Um, can you hear me really clear? Yes. Okay, good. So um, welcome to Women Are Talking. Hello, women. Well, Hello, women. <laughs> yes. And um, so hopefully we have some, oh, I'm sure we have some listeners out there listening. I um, actually did a little little trailer before we started um, to just kind of sum up what we're going to be talking about tonight. Okay. And But before before I go there, I got a little funny joke, not a funny joke, but a funny story. You know, when you came and we went out to eat at that place, right? Yes. And we were, we were, I guess, so excited to be together and just excited that we probably sat there for maybe 30 minutes before anyone acknowledged that we were sitting there to give us water or anything. Yes. You remember that? Well, yes. so my daughter and her friend went to that uh, restaurant today and the, she said the service was horrible. <laughs> oh my God. She said the service was horrible. Uh, you know, she said it was, uh, uh, possibly, uh, you know, language barrier. Um, but uh-uh. um, after... not in 2021. I'm not going to accept that. Yeah. Okay. Well, you remember when what you? I think you had ordered something different. You had ordered something specifically, and they brought out something totally different. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. yeah. So they kind of experience. Um, they ended up just uh, leaving. So anyway, I thought that was interesting. So. I'll have that's to, so disappointing it is because the food is the food is just excellent the it food is. is and 
I was going to take a trip to the one that's here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, guess not. Yeah, well, maybe maybe the one there. You know is, what? I'll give them a chance. I'll yeah, you yeah chance. you give them a chance. Them a and chance. I mean, I I won't even try to go back. You okay. know, like three times is the charm. Three three times is like strikes you out. Yeah. And maybe it was just you know one of those bad nights. But anyway, I thought I would just kind of tell you. Thank so you. listeners, so this is my high school best friend. Yes. So we're talking. 1983 84 5 83 84, 5 mm-hmm. um yeah well we we used to um run the streets together yes but, but we we were we were we were we not were good we were good, good girls. girls we were good Just... girls yeah back then it was easy being in high school back then right yes it really was it was very easy not like it is today god lord no so uh, yeah yeah so we we both uh, so just to give you a gist a gist of where we how we ended up here, high school, college, marriage, children, children. animals, children, <laughs> husbands, <laughs> in laws, <Ooh>. marriage, <laughs> children, you know, and so finally. You know, we we're at the point where we're like, thank God, still yeah. married. Yes, the thirty less, plus 30. thirty plus you thirty one, us thirty. Well, I'll be thirty two in June. Wow. Yeah. Next month. Next month it'll be thirty two years. Wow, and we'll be thirty one in August. Yeah. That's unheard of. It's unheard of right now. Yeah. It's unheard of. I mean, boy, that could be another podcast. Uh, that could be. That's it. So uh, look, we already got a follow-up. <laughs> Woo, that that's unheard of. That really is. And it is, it is, it is a it's a it's a blessing. One of the things, um, and we all went to high school together. So Les's husband, my husband, they played football. We went to the same high school, but Celeste did not. I introduced Celeste to her husband now. And I blame you for that every day. Oh, no, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It's a good blame. It's a a good blame. It's It's a a good blame. Look, 31, 31, 32 years? 32 years. Yeah, come on now. Come on now. Unheard of. Yeah. In our age. And who would have thought who would have thought? I would have right. never thought that I would be married to somebody for that long. long. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, you know, that's why I tell young people, you know, it is not, you know, uh, strawberry shortcake and cream on top every day. No. It and it, it's it's the roller coaster and it's and it's um, it's work. It's work. It's major work. It's, it's major work. But um, that's and you I, can make it work if you're you, if you're willing if you want to make it work exactly. and willing to fight for and you can make it work. So um okay. yeah, I think at 30 plus years, I think we've we've done a pretty darn job. And we're still working, right? Still we, working on it. We still working every day. Every day. Every day is a new a new challenge. Every day. Every day. <laughs> right. And both our husbands are are they're retired, but not. They're kind yeah. of retired, but not. But they're retired from um, serving uh, the country as well as the community, mm-hmm. and so you know that's that's um, that's pretty amazing. 
Um, and we are, and to be young African American men retired. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're retired too. I'm the only one not retired. Yeah, so I'm re- I'm retired. Yeah, well, I can I've finally my, say that now. Yeah, I couldn't I've say it before. Semi retirements, but then I keep going back to work because I realize for me as a person, mm-hmm. I can't do the retirement thing until I'm really like really retired. Really retired. retired. Yeah. Well, I I'm I'm retired. You're I'm not still, really retired. I'm either. not really retired. I'm I'm still, you know, I'm you know, if the right you know uh career not career I already had a career, but the right something right came along, but it has to fit the mold. Like it, you know, like. You know, no more, you know, eight plus hours a day. Like, nope, not doing it, not doing it. So um, now well, you do what makes your heart happy. You do what I'm doing, what makes my heart happy, because for 30 years being in the, attached to the military. Um, I, yeah. How, how is that, Pam? I mean, we've that spoken- that could be another podcast. OK, <laughs> that could be a podcast. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah, that that, that, that was be another podcast. You know, right, yeah, we, let, let's, let's, yeah, let's make that for another podcast. I I I I could probably write a book and a couple of couple of series on that one, but okay, um, okay, definitely, um, yeah. So I yeah yeah. So, um, so I'm just so glad that we reconnected. Really, face to face reconnected. I face to face reconnected. Because we haven't seen each other in, ooh, what, 19, what year did you say? 1997 is the last time. And you, because my, my daughter was five. Wow. And you all, you were still living in New York at the time. And you all came down for vacation. Yes, we went to Ocean City. And then yeah. we came and, by to see you guys. Yep, yep. And, um, and that was the last time we saw each other physically face to face yeah and then there had been a period of where we were um where there were gaps where you know and and, and it's like how did we do that back then with no cell phone I, you know I don't know and I was even I like <laughs> she called the house phone and said she had my house number so apparently we must have been keeping in touch because you you I, I know that I always would send you something in the mail either yeah. mail or phone yeah so, yeah, yeah, because I have pictures still of your babies when they were babies. Yes, and, and I still have yours too. Easter pictures and stuff like that. So we did keep in touch. Yes. Um, but but you know, life takes its course when you're you know married, children, and raising, and and all of that stuff in between. And then it didn't make it easy with you know us being in the military Maybe. and not being like free to just like you know be available. Yeah, no. You know, now we're free. We are free. And it is awesome. And it is is an awesome thing to be free. It, it is really awesome. is. It was an awesome opportunity to uh, be in that lifestyle, but it is definitely life uh, after the military. It really is. For anybody, any military spouses that are out there listening, you know, it is definitely life. Don't let that word retirement, your husband, or whether it's your husband or your wife, because I'm, I, you know, even though the show is called Women Are Talking, um, I'm hoping that men, the show is also for you to listen and participate and subscribe as well. But um, if your spouse um, is serving and it is time for them to retire, you know, you're going to be a little, it's going to be daunting because all you have known is the military. And all we have known for 30 years was the military, that life. And so it was daunting. But I'm telling you, there is a rainbow on the other side of the mountain. 
So you'll be able to, you'll survive. You, you will survive. You can do it. You can, you can do, do it. it. You can do it. So in, in talking about reconnecting like high school, um, I have reconnected with other people. And I said this on the trailer. I don't know if you, you, you probably heard it. And, I, you know, it wasn't the same feeling. No, it wasn't. And so I was fearful. Like I was a little like, is it going to, you know, I didn't know if it would be the same or not. Well, okay. Not the same. Cause we're obviously we're, we're grown, grown, grown women, but I think the, the, the love is still there. Yes. And it, it the connection that we made in high school is still, it just, it, it was like electric wrecked together, but yeah. I've had experiences with other people and um, it wasn't like that. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, Pamela. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I like calling her Pamela. Just she always, always calls me Pamela. <laughs> Pamela. <laughs> um, I don't think I really, I don't reconnect with anyone with high school but you. I think for, okay. you are my only link to, with, with the exception of Kenny. Kenny yeah. is my husband. Yeah. You and Kenny are my only links to high school. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm fine with it. That's yeah. That's just who I am. Yeah. And, and I knew when I saw you, like I didn't think it was gonna be any different. I was just like, so we're older now. Mm-hmm. We just gonna talk about everything. Mm-hmm. We just gonna reconnect and it's gonna be like that. And then when I went home that evening, I was like, Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I feel like just yesterday we was just in in South Shore. And exactly. We just doing our own thing. Exactly. Just older. Yep. Yeah, it was. Yeah. I, I had, um, and like me, I it's not a lot. So it's been a couple of people actually, because you remember I I um, was in North Carolina and mm-hmm. then came up to South Shore in ninth grade. So I had friends, you know, in North Carolina. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I that I, you know, reconnect, mm-hmm. you know, reconnected with. And it just isn't, wasn't just, it wasn't, you know, like mm, no spark, no nothing. And um, so was it like and, a business meeting? Did you feel like you were in a business meeting? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Just it just there was no there was no spark, and I don't know if it was because, you know, we're talking like elementary to like middle school, um, yeah, it, it well, and junior high school that they had down there when I left. I was in ninth grade and transferred in the middle of the year to South Shore, so mm-hmm. you know. That was okay. a kind of shock in itself. I'm sure. And, um, but anyway, I, there's someone else that I reconnect. Well, try, you know, it was like attempts, not in person, but mm-hmm. in conversation and nothing, you know, it's just like, you know, nothing, dead horse, just dead horse. And, and okay, that's fine. But what, what do you think that is? Why do you think we connected so well and there was sparks, there was joy, there was yeah, happiness. happiness. It was just everything. Um, we had so many, oh, if I had to think, what was it? Cause we were like freaking frack. I mean, (laughs) yeah, but we still were best friends. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But we, I mean, yeah, yeah, we were, we were, we, it was like, you saw, you saw Pam, you saw Celeste, Mm -hmm. you saw Celeste, you saw Pam. I mean, I don't, I don't know. It was just, we just. What do you think? I think for me, we just had a real genuine friendship. And no matter what time, circumstances, anything, if the friendship was authentic 
from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be that way. It's, yeah. No matter what. Yeah. Because a true friend, you don't have to speak to them every day. I don't right. have to speak to you in months. Right. But when I do speak to you, we act like we've been hanging out with each other all year. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I know for me, when I saw you, I was just so happy to be able to reconnect with people outside. COVID has done a thing. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. has done a thing. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I'll admit, I was very scared of getting vaccinated. I was, I had, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, mm-hmm. I just didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. But after, after we had lunch, dinner, whatever you want to call it, that right. Day, I said it was all well, well worth it. Even yep. if in ten years we find out that this vaccine, is going to, <laughs> I'm gonna lose a toenail or <laughs> a pinky toe. Guess what? I'll still look back and say, well, it was worth well, it. Well, it was worth it. Exactly, yep. it was worth it because I got to live again and see people yep. that I love and hug people. Yes. You know, because when that's all taken, when all of that's taken away, that takes a toll. Mm-hmm. That really does take a toll. So, you know, I can't even imagine like people that had to live alone and, you know, it, goodness, I, I'm really, I, I, and I'm glad that I got the shot and I was just as skeptical about getting it just because of un- unknowing, mm-hmm. you know, and I tried not to listen to any type of, you know, theories or, you know, this is all that, you know, but the government's going to put a chip in you. Like, come on, like, really? <laughs> Like, really, you know, and um, my husband and I, we, we decided, we said, we no, we just, we just, we're getting the shot. We're going to get it. And you know what? Um, who cares? And yeah. I, I'm glad that I got it because yeah. I'm able to, I'm even able to hug my mother because she got it. So, yeah. um, and be yeah. around her without my mask or be around her without, you know, making sure that, you know. She's good. She's good. Yeah. Yeah. So, because COVID has just been, it's, it, like you said, it has been a thing. Um, and I hope, I, I think with me, you know, again, it's been a thing, but, you know, like you, you had your husband and, you, and your daughter there, mm-hmm. you know, we had people in our household that we can bounce off of. Um, yes. So I think that definitely helped with some of the social. And I think as a family, we got to know each other. Um, a whole lot better. <laughs> a whole lot better. I think, and I think that's probably in any family that you got to know each other a lot better and a lot more talking and a lot more, mm-hmm. uh, you know, family time. More family time. You, it it made it made us all take a pause. And yep, made so you all take a pause. Yep. You're constantly running. You're constantly busy. You're constantly doing, and now you're made to sit down. Okay, yeah. so now that you made me sit down, what am I gonna do with this sit down time? Right. We play games. We talk about stuff. We um did puzzles. Out- yep. we, yeah, they did puzzles. I watched because puzzles make my head hurt. Oh, we played um, a lot of card games. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my daughter and my son. Uh, my daughter and my son. My daughter and my husband decided every Friday night would be cocktails with Kenny night. Mm-hmm. So they would. They would be in here making cocktails, different drinks, mm-hmm. and then they introduced the hookah. Mm-hmm. Just, but it was still just we knew every Friday night we're just gonna have cocktails with Kenny. Yeah, know, talk about whatever he plays. Old school, old school music. So he mm-hmm. plays our parents' music. Right. When we're right. when we're at the table, we sit at the table and we just have a good time and just right. enjoy each other's company. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, and that is the, I guess, you know, I feel that that is the, uh, the joyous thing that came out of it. And like you said, you know, families, we're, we're hustle, bustle, hustle, bustle, hustle, bustle, hustle, bustle. And no one has time to sit at the table anymore to talk. No one has time Mm -hmm. to have a conversation, you know, um, it's like, put the phone down. Let's kind of have a conversation let's cook dinner together. Let's, you know, binge yes. Netflix together. Yes. Um, and I, yeah, and that's, that's what we did. We, you know, cooked, um, binged puzzles. Yeah. And we, um, we reconnected. We, we, yeah. Reconnected On with your family levels. and yourself. Yes. I know it was a lot of self, uh, self looking and self, um, Reflection. um, Okay, my net, my my um reflection, self reflection. There you go. Thank you mm-hmm. about my right. own my own my my own life, where I was, mm-hmm. what did I want to do, um with this life. time. Yeah, life changing, life changing, life changing. Yeah. So hopefully people will would have looked at it that way and um made something positive out of out of COVID. You know, yeah. um and unfortunately. Okay those that you know many 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 that have lost their lives um i was talking to my husband's aunt recently and she said that she showed me an obituary of this this guy one of her friend's husbands that died in february i'm like i didn't even know young COVID. wow i mean it's like what so yeah so um can't remember can't you know not remember those and and just blessing that just in our family although there were some people that had it um but not to the degree that they needed hospitalization um and those of us with comorbidities we just maintained and you know followed cdc guidelines and just stayed safe so yeah yeah believe it or not um i know I know we've lost a lot of people, but I don't think it has impacted me to that effect because it it didn't touch me. Like my son got COVID. My Mm -hmm. son got COVID. My mother-in-law got COVID. But his symptoms were so minor, he didn't even know he had COVID until he was told told that he was exposed. Mm -hmm. And so when he said it may be a potential that you have been exposed, he got tested. He realized he had it. He's in the house gaming. <laughs> like he said, I'm just I'm on quarantine, so I'm in the house gaming. I said, Well, how you feeling? He was like, Fine. Mm-hmm. But he at the time he didn't really want to tell us. He didn't tell us until it was like over over that hump. And he can now tell us since he didn't have any sim- major symptoms but a headache and a slight sense of loss of taste. Once he got over that hump, then he told us. And mm. I was like, why wouldn't you tell us? He said, because I didn't want to make you panic. And if my symptoms worsen, then I will tell you. Right. Right. Because he's in another state from us. He lives in Missouri. We live right. in Atlanta. Right. He know my crazy self. I you would have been on the first plane. I was in on something. I would have been in the car and just drove over there. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's scary. It is. You know, it's, it's scary. And um, I again, I just continue to knock wood and and thank god that you know we um did not get covid yeah. when you know what that to the to that point it was just it was just crazy yeah. um and i'm still wearing my mask i don't care if i got the shot and still being careful 
Mm-hmm. Um, still doing all those things that I was doing before COVID. And that was, that was, that used to trip me out. Like the washing of the hands. I'm like, y'all, y'all didn't wash your hands before COVID. And um, I used to stand there. Like, I'm like, what? You didn't wash your hands. You didn't, you know, <laughs> hand. And, it, and I, I was a, like a germ, germaphobe, um, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. of the job that I did with going in homes and, um, investigating child abuse and neglect and going in homes that were deplorable. Um, and I became a germaphobe because, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I literally sometimes would come home and and pull my clothes off in the laundry room before I even walked further in the house. So, um, washing hands like that was, and just in general, just, just good hygiene in general. And then, you know, being exposed to environments that are not, you know, uh, sanitary a lot of times just you know heighten heighten my awareness so you know I'm like okay so people who didn't wash their hands like my goodness so anyway and then okay and I'm gonna talk to you this one more thing about COVID um if you think about I often think about now now that they have paperless a lot of restaurants have paperless menus Mm -hmm. and um before then it was the hard copy menus that were probably nasty and, yeah. you know, we were touching it. You know, you just think about that. It's like, ew. But, no, but I've always used hand sanitizer when I went yeah. to the restaurant. Yeah. Soon. Because my thing was I always would use hand sanitizer. And then I'd have to remember, you, you use the hand sanitizer before you touch the menu. Now you touch the menu. Now you got to go use it again. Yeah. But how many people didn't even do that? How many didn't even do that? Elevator buttons. I mean, the light, door handle, yeah. like everything. And I know that we have to have some exposed to germs Mm -hmm. to build our immune system. Like, I get it. Um, But my goodness. Yeah, we went to the extreme with this. Yeah, yeah, went to the extreme, you know. So anyway, so while we were um, talking, you know, obviously we were what? um, Wait a minute. We knew each other at 16. So... Yeah, yes. Wait, I, so did you come to my um remember when I had a sweet did you come to my we knew each other with this my sweet sixteen party that I had? Yes. Did we know each other then? Yeah, Pam. Yes. Yes. Do you remember who was there? No, I can't remember. You that. don't remember who was at my sweet sixteen? The fat boys. Oh. Uh, oh yeah. They were at they were at my sweet Are they sixteen. Alive? But I think- uh well I think I think the um the one that was Puerto Rican I can't remember his name it escapes me um passed the- away yeah I think that's the one that just recently passed away recently I can't yeah his name either yeah recently passed away and oh my god and I just remember oh my goodness uh okay sixteen I'm just gonna tell it myself but <laughs> we had this three sixteen party and. I, I had a mad crush on the DJ. And of course he was all of like 20. I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> nothing. Marky, yeah, nothing. Marky Mark. Marky Mark. That's right. Marky mm-hmm. Mark passed away. Yep. Yeah. I don't know about the other ones, but I know he recently passed away. And I was like, oh my God. They were at my birth, my sweet 16 party. Mm-mm-mm. But yeah. So man, that's wow. 16. Wow. 16. 16 again no no <laughs> no 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 I am very happy at where I am at mm-hmm. 50 plus yes would not so then we talked we talked a lot we talked a lot but one of the things that we kind of came together was about 
being happy. Oh, yes. And I said that, you know, people always say, oh, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy. But are you, are you really happy? Like, what does happiness what what does happiness really mean? Does it mean, you know, because you're living in a nice house, you have a nice job, you have a car, you you have the ability um, to buy things that you that you want and not necessarily need. Is that happiness? Not really. No. I mean, those those things are nice, but it's not what gives you inner peace. Um, yeah, being um, inner peace, just you just you feel that. So, yeah. I felt it when you did your introduction, I think it was a week ago, Mm -hmm. just leading up to this podcast. Mm -hmm. And I listened to you speak about our relationship Mm -hmm. and our friendship. And when I tell you my whole body just (laughs) got so, I just, I felt so excited, like a little kid. (laughs) Like somebody was giving me candy and I was so excited. And I was like, that's the joy she's talking about. Yeah, that's the joy. That's the joy. So I was I was looking at this um this article because I always reference articles mm-hmm. and um it's by Robert Spadinger from um a simple technique to connect with your inner happiness and he says that happiness is always with you and you can access it anytime even if you are deeply depressed. However, if you keep looking in the wrong direction, you simply won't be able to feel and experience happiness in your life. That is so true. That is true. That that is so true. So I'm gonna um, tell you a little story mm-hmm. that I don't even think I've even told my family. Mm-hmm. They probably knew. Mm-hmm. My mom passed away in 2008. Right. And from 2000, Missy. Mm-hmm. Um, from 2008 to 2014, I was just existing. I didn't even know I was depressed. I just got up every day. Mm -hmm. I did what I had to do. I went to work. I came home. Mm -hmm. I didn't have a lot of extra stuff going on because she passed in 2008. Brandon, I know he was in college then. Anasia was in high school. So you have to focus on her and what she's doing Mm because he's getting ready to graduate. So I just went through the emotions. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't until 2014. It's like all of a sudden, I snapped out of the fog. And I Mm -hmm. said... I'm not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. I hated the job that I was in. Mm-hmm. I, at the time I was working, I don't know if we're allowed to say, but I was work, working for a national organization. Yeah, you could say that. Um, <laughs> that <laughs> they do a lot for the community, mm-hmm. but I was just crunching numbers. So I didn't feel, I, ju- I, I went to this company because I wanted to be a part of what they do. Mm-hmm. So they are all over the place. Like I said, they're nationally. And they do kids do for um, kids, right? But I just hated what I was doing, and I hated where I was. And I just said, I can't. I'm sitting at work one day, and I just blurted out really loud, and didn't mm-hmm. realize how loud I was. I said, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. And a coworker asked me, "Am I okay?" I said, "I'm about to be." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I made my decision. You made your decision to quit. To quit. Okay. So, and not just to quit, but you made your decision to move forward. Yes. And you, you recognize that, no, because you could have gone down the rabbit hole deeper, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I could have. And yeah. I could have stayed there. And you could have stayed there. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I realized the light came on. 
Mm-hmm. The light came on. And I mm-hmm. said, okay, you got you to gotta break out of this funk. Mm-hmm. She's not coming back. Um, she wouldn't want you to live like this. What's going on? Right. Do what makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Find your joy. Find your happiness. Yeah. And I did that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He, this guy, this article, exactly what you said when you said, follow your heart. Um, he says that, you know, if you follow your heart and do what you love, you will feel great every day and you will be connected constantly with the happiness within you. And, and he says, although you may acquire wealth and fame and all sorts of other little gifts at the same time, um, that those things in itself that will not, does not, um, attribute to that happiness. It's, it's, it's what you, it's the, it's the inner that, you know, what makes you happy inner, you know, inside. And I honestly think that it takes, I think, you know, reaching the level of happiness and, and joy and peace um, that we are experiencing. I think it takes a lifetime to do it. I honestly do. I, um, I agree. Because for me, I know, um, you know, we were in New Jersey for the pat for, you know, for three years mm-hmm. and um I, you know, worked for 20 years in my career and left to go to, you know, go to New Jersey, support my husband as I had done for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And um, kids were gone. You know, the youngest was in, you know, in college and, you know, everybody was gone. Went to New Jersey and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. And so, you know, I didn't have a purpose you know, other than being there, you know, support my husband. So, you you know, it was like, I was feeling, not feeling purposeful. Mm-hmm. Um, and you weren't, left, feel, you weren't feeling fulfilled. Well, I wasn't exactly. And so I started like, okay, if I don't get something going, I might go down the rabbit hole. And um, <laughs> I didn't want to go down the rabbit hole. And so um I did some things to not to prevent me from going into the rabbit hole. And fortunately I, you know, found another job and was working and that was great. And then we retired and here we are today. But, (laughs) but this time, this time Mm -hmm. it is, um, it's, it's better because I think this time around um, and and to, and I have to give COVID also the time of self-reflection that, um, it allowed me to see where Pam and what Pam wanted to do with for Pam, yes. Because Pam had done for as a mommy, Pam had done as for a wife, and I'm, I'm still doing those things. But what has Pam done for Pam? You just shifted a little bit. So prior to this stage in your life, mm-hmm. it was first it was you and Al. Mm-hmm. And you do for Al. So then the right. babies come. Right. And now it shifts to, okay, I got to focus on the babies, but then yep. I got to go to the left again because now I got to do for Al. Right. Pam's still in the background somewhere. Right. Right. As they get right. older, you start letting go and say, okay, I don't have to do so much for the kids. So now I'm still doing for Al and for me a little bit, but still not as much as you should. And once you now are settled into the place you are right now, mm-hmm. you can say, Hey, mm-hmm. and I like to say we open up our eyes and we yep. take a selfish moment. Yep, we take a, a selfish a, moment. A selfish moment. 
if we focus on ourselves. Yes. Can I get a amen? Amen. Can you hear that? Or can you hear that? Because we, yeah, it's like, well, dad, go on it. You, you a woman. I mean, you a wife and your mother, but you a woman, and you have, you know, you have dreams and you have Mm -hmm. things you want to pursue that you, for me personally, um, you know, I'll go into that in a in a a little bit. Mm -hmm. I couldn't focus on that because my focus was, you know, you know, raising children, which, you know, we, Al and I, we raised children together, mm-hmm. but, you know, quite honestly, you know, he, he is a, a service member. So there were times that he was not present. Yeah. Um, and that was not by choice. That was by the, you know, because he had, he had to focus on his mission. Mm-hmm. And so the homestead had to be straight. And so I had to ensure that everybody was doing what they were supposed to be doing all the while I'm still working. And oh, by the way, while I was working full time and um, as the as they got older, I think Aaliyah was in school when I went back to get my master's mm-hmm. and, and, and um, Alex and AJ were, uh, I think uh, Alex was uh, middle school and AJ was like ninth grade. I can't remember, but I know they were old enough to you know, stay home because I would leave to go to class after work. Okay. So, um, but I waited for that because I didn't want anybody else to, you know, I didn't want to, I didn't live near family. So I didn't lean on people. Mm-hmm. Um, and you didn't want the kids to suffer. You didn't and I didn't want them to suffer because it, you know, it, it, my, my thing was I had to be, I wanted, I needed to be present. I wanted to be present and available mm-hmm. to them. And I, you know, I, I think that kind of lacks in parenting these days. I think kids are just kind of on their own in a room and on their phone and just whatever. But um, yes. I wanted to be present, you know, because that was my duty and my responsibility as their parent. So, um, yeah, so that's that's been, you, like you said, you've just been in that, you were doing that rut until you like a little light bulb came up like, wait a minute. So I I like the selfish moment that you that you mentioned because that's true. Yeah, it's every now and then we all have to, and I say everyone, you can't keep focusing on so many other people and neglecting yourself because what are you actually giving to someone else if you're not taking care of you? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. every now and then I take my selfish moments. Yep. Yep. And whether and whatever it, it doesn't have to be anything big. No, I go to get my nails and my toes done. Yes, when I do. Yeah, when I do, I want to sit by myself. The people in the salon, they know, don't sit anyone next to her because when she comes, they call, <laughs> they call me the sleepy lady, and they say it in their language. Of course, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, I haven't found a black owned place, but when I go, they say in their language, "Oh, the sleepy lady's here," because mm-hmm. they know I want to mm-hmm. come in, mm-hmm. I want to sit. Mm-hmm. My, it, listen to my music while you service me. Yeah. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. 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 Take selfish moments. Mm-hmm. And and selfish moments like that and, and and be able to if someone wants you to, you know, actually to do something um like I remember Oprah said how she had to learn to say no. Yes. No. You, you know, no. <laughs> she had to <laughs> 
she had to learn like saying it now yeah it, it's like no no, no. when it's my time I'm mm-hmm. selfish with my time mm-hmm. um no <laughs> and no. and keep it moving like why yeah. stress over oh I don't want to do this oh I don't want to do this and you because you don't want to say no yeah no is you know yeah I'm not into people pleasing yeah, I, yeah. I've you never can. been a pe- I well, maybe you- I have been in the past. I was a people pleaser, but I've learned to say no. And people now respect it. In the beginning, when you first start doing it, ladies, they're they're gonna look at you a little side eye, like, "What's this? What's going yep. on? Why yep. are you saying no?" Mm-hmm. But just reassure them and let them know, "Hey, it's nothing about you. It's everything about me mm-hmm. and right now I need I feel like I'm needing to focus on whoever your name is I'm gonna say me Celeste yeah. it's yeah. Celeste time right now yeah so this weekend I'm not gonna do anything else with other people I'm just gonna focus on whatever it is Celeste wants to do right right and if that is just for me if it's just being in here reading a book writing mm-hmm. in my, writing in my journal um whatever i mean yeah. heck having my coffee in the morning and like looking out the way like it's just just subtle things that you need to do for yourself yes um because no one's going to do it for you 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 yeah. have to you have to do it for yourself yeah. um what about uh finding your purpose finding your purpose so that's a tricky one for me because Apparently, on the outside world, people have said that I found my purpose, but I think I'm that person who's always searching. Okay. Is this really my purpose or is there more that I can give? Is there more that I could be doing? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm always looking for the next level. Right. Okay. That's that's fair. What about, um, surround? this is a good one, goodness, surrounding yourself with happy people. Hey, that's when you learn how to really be selfish. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. You're not good for my mental, so I'm going to stand back mm-hmm. and I'm only going to be around those who, whenever I'm with them, I'm always happy. Mm-hmm. And I make a choice. I make a conscious choice at 50 because I'm not into clicks. I've never yeah. been into a click. Neither have I. Okay, we've mm-hmm. already told you that Pam was my best friend in high school, so I don't know about clicks. It was right. just me and Pam. That's right. We, it wasn't a whole. We it was just Celeste and I. It was not yeah. Celeste and I and and twelve six other others. Girls. No. Yeah. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And as I grew up, I may have a a few girlfriends that I can say are friends, but I knew that we couldn't all be together at the same time. We didn't hang as a click. You served. Every friend has a different purpose in my life. And I'm sure I have a different purpose in their life so that there's aspects in each one of them that is no need for us all to be together all the time. Right. And I like that because I like one-on-one time. Right. Right. And I've, yeah. No, yeah. No, 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 no. I was talking to a friend recently and she said, she said, we, we were talking, um, she's another one that um, I'm, I'm going to do. A podcast with about just about this subject too but she said that she um she didn't like the uh saying you know you have a friend for a season for a reason she doesn't didn't like that and I said well you know 
I've had people that enter in my life during a, a specific time or season, however you want to look at it, mm-hmm. for a reason at that time. Mm-hmm. And then when the new season came, you know, it's like, okay. And so you look at, because she said she felt that if, if, if it's a friend, that a friend, a friend is for a lifetime. And I think you, you can have a friend for a lifetime, but I do believe that God puts people in your life at the right time and at that time for whatever reason. Yes. And when that season is over. It's not that you're not friends, but they've served the purpose. They've served that purpose. And then you, you move, move on. Forward. Now you, you just move on. And so I think about that with um, some, uh, like, um, in my job where I worked and I was there, you know, but 20, 19, 20 years. And mm-hmm. when I left, it was like, Oh, you know, and again, I wasn't a click. It wasn't, you know, I didn't do office clicks or anything, but um, when I left, maybe the first six months to the year, I heard from people mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Then the second year, you know, it's like sparse. And then third year crickets um, I keep in touch with one mm-hmm. in particular that, you know, we have, I've even text or we've, you know, communicated in 2021 mm-hmm. um, and, and still planning to meet up to go to lunch at some point. But um, yeah, I, I just think that, that that's just how it is. And it is, it is what it is. <laughs> and you yeah. just, you just move on because I think if though, if they, um, if it was for a, a longer season or whatever, you know, it, it would have just continued. But I think, yeah. So I when like, I, yeah, yeah, I'd like to piggyback on that. And mm-hmm. that same organization that I told you that I will, that got the light bulb moment. Yeah. So I, I've been gone for them for seven years and I can count on one hand, probably four fingers, how many people I actually keep in touch with that I was friends with at that job. Mm. And one, she was my manager and moved away. Mm. And but I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't bring it up and say, "Well, you were a friend for a season." With it's just, it is what it is. I grow, you grow, yeah, you grow, and you move in different directions. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't like you now. It's just right now, maybe our interests are not the same. Yeah, maybe, maybe you have small children in your house, or you have children that are teenagers or going into college i'm not at that level right now right i've got growns right i've grown up so i don't want to be around people and and it's not don't take offense anybody out there sometimes when you get to a certain point when you've already raised your children yes you really don't want to be around other people who are in their children raising period yeah because it's different it's different it's different yeah, I don't want to do that again. I don't want to see that again. Mm-hmm. I just want to go out and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's it good. is different. Yeah, it is different. And um, yeah. Yeah. So, so a segue to to that is um, when we talk about, so happiness. So how I was, I said to my kids maybe, I don't know, a month ago. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, like, I'm really like happy. And they were like, well, good, mom. I'm glad you had I'm like, no. I said, no, but this time it's like, it's like I'm floating. Like, it's like a feeling. It's this inner joy. And I'm going to tell you, and Lord have mercy, a big part of, I think, being, ha- being happy um, 
in some instances is about forgiveness, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, forgiveness is a whew, a yes. pill, a pill, it a is. pill to it swallow, is. a horse and a half pill to swallow, right? Yes. But I have been able to forgive, not forget. I ain't gonna say forget, and I'm gonna remember. But <laughs> forgiveness, so that for me, not for the other person, but mm-hmm. for me. Um, and it seems like when I went through that process of doing that, things got a little bit lighter for me. You it know? will. Because that, the, yeah, because the other person well. knows what they did to you. Mm-hmm. They know, they know. And so why do I have to carry around what they did to me? Yeah. And so I just chucked it and got rid of it. And so that I can feel lighter. And so I think in my in my process too, that was um, and, and leading up to this this feeling of inner peace and happiness and joy um, was was part of that was part of that yeah I, I agree when you forgive it is it's mainly and 100% for you mm-hmm. it's so that you can walk around because just think about it you're holding a grudge or you're you're not happy with this person right that person is over there doing, they, they, yep. they're living their best life. They're living their but best you, life. You're mm-hmm. sitting over here looking up, but you did this to me. You right. did this to me. They don't even remember what you're talking If you brought it up to them tomorrow, they wouldn't even know it. Exactly. Like, when you realize that you just need to let it go, mm-hmm. you like, whoo, you, I just lost 15 pounds. Lost 15 COVID, pounds, exactly. And that's, that's that COVID weight that I lost. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That exactly 15 pounds off my back, and mm-hmm. it's just it's in your inner spirit, and it just lets your heart be happy. Let your and heart, that's yep. why I just like to say, I just like my heart to flutter every day. Every I just day, want my heart to be happy yep. every day. Yep, I was telling my, I was like, Well, I said, This is, I said, you know, they were like, Well, I mean, well, mom, you know, you're out, you're, you and dad are out, you're retired, and I'm like, Yeah, that's great, and everything, but no, no, no. This is like, I just feel like, wow, mm-hmm. this light is just, just inner peace, inner peace. inner peace. And I don't want anything else but peace around me. Exactly. Um, and when you get that inner peace, you will protect it. Yeah. Like that's your newborn baby. That's right. And you will not let anybody disturb it. Yep. Yep. Any joy. Don't let anybody nope. think I posted a couple weeks ago on Facebook about don't let anyone ever steal your joy. Yeah. Anyone, because they will try to steal it. Yeah. And do you not do you not realize that? Well, you're not working right now, but um, I don't know. It could it could apply for family members. When you have that that glow, that aura around mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. you're so happy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone's looking at you like, "What's she so happy about?" Mm-hmm. Well, what's, but why would you say that? To me, mm-hmm. it's like, why would you even say that? Why can't I glow? Why can't right. I be right. happy? Right. Why can't you be happy for me that I'm happy? Or better yet, say, well, what is it that's making you so happy? Because mm-hmm. I want the same joy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that's not our human nature. Our mm-hmm. human nature is to wonder, well, why is she so happy? Why do we have to be negative about everything? Why can't we just embrace everybody right. and, and let them be where they are? Right. And be happy that they're happy because you know exactly. what? When they're not happy, you're daggone glad that they're not happy. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so why not be happy when and when I when I when that happens, it's that they are not happy. Yes, that's true. They are not happy, mm-hmm. and um, so I have a little um, um, reference here about um, happiness. Okay. So, um, and this is a psychologist, um, Abraham Maslow. And he believed in a theory which says that people are motivated by five basic um, categories of needs. And he talks about physiological needs, safety, love, love, esteem, and Mm self-actualization. So um, the the fifth stage is the one I wanted to focus on. Mm -hmm. So physiological is just like air, food, shelter, clothing, warmth, mm-hmm. you know, sleep, things like that. So those things are met. Safety needs are like, um, you know, having control over your life, your family, society, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And um, then he talks about, um, what is it? Uh, let me skip down. Loving and loving belonging needs. Mm-hmm. And then steam needs. So he goes through all these. He's saying that, you know, human beings should go through these stages. Mm-hmm. And that if you don't get through, if you don't accomplish each stage, you could be stuck somewhere. Right. Yes. And then he talks about that not many people reach the fifth stage, which, which is self-actualization. Mm-hmm. And self-actualization is what we're talking about, is about self-fulfillment, seeking personal growth in experiences, happiness, um, all those right. things that we're talking mm-hmm. about, like, right now. Yeah, the desire to become the most that we can possibly be. Right, right, right. So, um. I think I'm at that stage. Me too. And I know you're at that stage. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And it's it's mm -hmm. an awesome feeling. Yeah, it is. Because you just feel like, guess what? I can, I could do whatever I want Mm -hmm. and whatever it is I want to be right now. So you Mm -hmm. feel like a little kid all over again and you go, what do I want to be when I grow up? What do I want to be when I grow up? And I never understood people would say that, you know, uh, what do I what do I want to be when I grow up? You know, when you people will say that as an adult and like, what are you talking about? I know what that means now. Like I know yeah. what that means. Like this is this is what I want to be when I grow up. You know? And yeah. I mean, you're doing things. Um, yeah. you're you're you know, Ooh, you doing you're a lot doing, of things. You're doing a lot of things. I'm doing a lot of things. And I admire you for for that. Um, you know, you are an event planner. Um, well, you tell me. Okay. You you, you so tell my, me what my, you're doing. My um career job that I've been doing for let's not let's not talk about those years. Okay. Plus years. Right. So I've been doing accounting since high school. I am a financial analyst. I love it. Mm-hmm. And, um it helps me with all the other areas of my life because that structure, that detail is why I love doing the other things. Mm-hmm. So I am one who I, I've i taught my child, and I guess I got it from my mother. My mother eventually became a nurse. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I told you. I'm not sure if I did. But 
even when she was a nurse, she still always had a private duty case. So she told me, you should always have more than one stream of income. Mm-hmm. Um, my father's side of the family is West Indian. So that's like second nature. Mm-hmm. And I financial analyst. I started my own in 2012. I mm-hmm. started my event planning business. Mm-hmm. Um, I do that on the side as well. COVID has slowed me down a little bit because I didn't want to take on new clients. Right. Unless I had to. Like, if you just needed me to do something for you, which I did a wedding in COVID, which was not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. But it was last year in November. Mm-hmm. It was November 1st when I did the wedding. It was outside, so I was a little less stressed. Right. But all the protocols, everything I had to go through, then they wanted Zoom, and then they had, it was it was a lot, but it was fun, and it was well worth it. Right. Um, I also manage a venue. Um, I'm an event manager at a venue in Atlanta. And so we have different events going on right now. We have a candlelight series for people to come out and they listen to jazz music or classical music, depending mm. on the day that they come out. It's outside in our patio. We have it, we can accommodate, I think, 95 people outside. Nice. And we have a food truck come in and they can purchase their food. It's a way to help people reacclimate reacclimate themselves right and get back out so you're not in you're not confined to a building you're Mm -hmm. actually outside all seats are six feet apart and you get to enjoy some music for the night right um i think oh and i'm not gonna cross over into your world Mm -hmm. but i enjoy your work i've always enjoyed your world oh the yeah. interior design, the mm-hmm. interior decorating. And mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've been doing that for family members for forever. I've been, mm-hmm. And I enjoy it. Like to cross over and now do this on a regular basis. I think I'm still at that stage where maybe I'll drop down to esteem. I think I can do it, but mm-hmm. I'm not really sure that I can really grow a business. And I, I shouldn't say I'm not really sure. I'm not. I'm just afraid to leap right now because I like juggling. Yeah, I'm happy with the juggling, mm-hmm. so I don't want one thing to be my main source. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's where I'm at right now. Okay, mm-hmm. so that but that's good though. Yeah, that's that's. And good. I'm in a comfortable. I, I'm comfortable because everybody's like, "How are you doing all of that?" I know how to make it work. I have my calendars. I know what day I'm doing what, mm-hmm. and it just works for me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and still, I think I just think being active. Mm-hmm. And and I think, you know, it's it's you wanting to do what you want to do when you want to do it. Yes. Um, and it's not like, it's not like you have to do it, but it, you want to do it. It's yes. it's 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 a passion, and so that's different from, you know, just your regular, you know, nine to five. This is mm-hmm. something that you're passionate about, and I think when you're passionate about when you're passionate about it, it you don't see it as a a pain in the neck or a headache. It's what you want to do. And um, so for me, I have, and I remember I told, I was saying to you when we saw each other, I was like, did you know that I used to, um, that's probably one thing you probably don't know or didn't know, Uh -uh. although I thought you knew that I would, um, I love changing the living room around. I'd change the room around. Like I would do that 
like constantly. And Pam, I thought that was I thought that was grandma doing that. No, that was me. <laughs> <laughs> no, she would be sitting there just looking at me, shaking her head, like, and then my mother would come home from work and and she'd say, Well, Virginia, she she leave her alone, leave her alone, let her let her do whatever she's doing. And so that you know, it that's when it started. And then, you know, go through high school and then, you know, uh, college, get married. And, you know, that's when the military lifestyle started and living in different homes, different style of homes, mm-hmm. having to make it our home, our home. Um, so I think that's probably when my, my hands on of like, you know, beginning training started and then it just continued. And then it got to a point where, you know, I would have that little like compartment in my head. Like I, I, I want to like, that's what I want to do. I want to mm-hmm. do home decor. And at that time it wasn't really home staging. Cause I really didn't know what home staging was mm-hmm. way back when. Um, and then um, I learned about home staging after we sold our first house, when the realtor came in, it was like, Oh, you need to get rid of that. You need to put that in storage. The, the linen closet needs to have, you know, like little baskets with your, with your um, towels and, you know, set it up like a model home basically mm-hmm. for it to sell. That's when I came aware of what home staging Thank was. You. And that was in 2000, um, 2007. Yeah. Okay. Um, and so I was like, oh, I was like, well, shoot. And we paid, you know, we paid her a little extra for straight staging. I'm like, yeah. Uh, you, now you know better. Yeah. And then, so then now, you know, it's like, okay, like I can do that. So, um, I started my, um, home decor business and I'm like, so like, yay. Yay. I'm I'm like, yay. So just, you know, getting it started and, um, you know, we'll, we'll see where, where it's going to go. I mean, it's going to go, it's It's going to go, it's It's going to go. We are putting it out there in the atmosphere. Yeah. We're putting our hands on the Bible about it. We're yes. About that, it. And claiming Everything. that it's going to go. Because that it's going to go. It's something that makes you happy too. Yeah. I, I eat, sleep, like I lit, like I do. And I'm not saying, you know, that I am perfect with every, you know, like. Um, no one someone, is perfect. Someone said, no, no one, one right. Perfect. No one's perfect. But someone said, well, do you want to get involved in the, the construction? Part? I'm like, mm-mm. No, 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 no. I don't want to build no house. I don't want to deal with (laughs) construction. I don't want to talk. No, I want to come in when y'all are done Mm -hmm. and, you know, work, work my magic. Or I want to come in when someone needs help or they move into something or they need help. Well, how can I do this? How can I maximize the space? Even organization. I think that's Mm -hmm. still too. Yes. So, yeah, I, I know I don't want to go in, uh, you know, I don't want to be like, you know, you watch, you know, HDTV and a lot of the people designers are in there at construction. No, I don't want to do that. Mm-mm. I don't want right. to do that. No. So um, I'm very happy. Um, but that that's I good. Finally. That's good. That's if, good that you know exactly what you want to do. Yeah. And I, I say this because in the event um, planning industry, there's so many avenues you can take and there's so many things that you can actually do in this industry. Mm-hmm. But you have to horn on, horn, horn in on what your strength is because I have a lot of friends who they want to 
be the planner. They want to construct the the, the, the the whole um outside set of everything. I'm not cutting up wood. I'm not doing that. I know what my strength is. My strength is I'm very detailed. Mm-hmm. I'm v- detailed. I will put everything on paper in detail. And I like going to create the visual for the client. Mm-hmm. Yeah staging like you said it's staging so it's staging. i like doing the mock-ups for them so this is what your tables are going to look out that look like this day mm-hmm. this is what this is going to look like this day i like doing that part but i have friends you're doing everything okay see as a planner you have to figure out what your strengths are and not try to do everything because that's why there's so many people in this industry they you outsource certain things yeah my mentor in in event planning I'm actually her bookkeeper too. That's another that's another hat I'm in. Mm. I'm my I'm my mentor's bookkeeper because mm. I'm detailed, so I keep her book straight and keep her in line as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you you're you and I, um, you know, very similar. Although you've you've been in the game, as they say, mm-hmm. a lot. Put my pedal, my metal. Excuse me, my you put your pedal, foot to the pedal. pedal to the metal, <laughs> or the metal to the pedal, or however they say it. Um, because I, because I can tell that it's it's when you have that like intensity of that like, fire, honey, that, that fire. fire, that fire. Then you know that it's <laughs> that it's real. Yeah, and it um, is. so yeah, you're, I'm, gonna, you're gonna do awesome. I already know it. I thank see it. You. I already know it. You are gonna, and I'm not just saying that because I'm your BFF. But yeah, I'm yeah. saying it because I'm just watching you. I'm watching you. I'm admiring you from afar. I'm loving it. I'm always. I'm gonna be one of your biggest cheerleaders forever. She was. She was always the. She was like. So people. Yeah, she was always like. If I needed some. If I needed her to go. Uh, uh, tell somebody off. Like she probably taught me how to be confrontational, um, and I, I've calmed down a whole lot. Now I, I am, and what I was telling somebody the other day is, you know, somebody will be will say something kind of shady or something, and it goes. Sometimes it goes right over my head, Celeste. Like it'll go, Phew. and then the next day I'm like, did that person just say? Yes, they did. Yes, yes, they did. And then either I'll call them back and said, you know, I just process what what what, ha- what happened, and so and then I'll you know bite them off, bite their heads off. But um, yeah, it, it yeah, it's it's that comeback, that immediate like, you know. Um, okay, so I've always been the feistier one. I yeah, admit. you're the feistier I, one. I, ha- I have calmed down too. And I think it depends on the situation for me, how much, how much I'm going to let slide. And it's not much I'm going to let slide. I may not be vote. I may not bite you in the head the way you want. I've learned to finesse it. So basically I told somebody, I can tell you off and then you have to think twice. Wait, did she just tell me off? Yes, yeah, she did. <laughs> because mm-hmm. your comment was uncalled for. So mm-hmm. now I'm going to get you in another way. Mhm. Mhm. And that's just who I am, and I'm gonna be. I already said I've told to everybody. I said I'm a. I tell. I'm gonna keep this story. God created all of us uniquely. 
Mm-hmm. And if this is my uniqueness, yeah. then it is who I am. And if mm-hmm. it's something that God didn't create, he would have took it away from me a long time ago. Mm-hmm. 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 This guy in this article says... Um, He says, once you connect with your true nature within abundance, love, fulfillment will also manifest in your material world because your outer circumstances and experiences are only a reflection of your inner state of being. Mm. So that's like, you know, you, when you walk in a room and you exude, it's like you said, that glow Mm -hmm. and that happiness and people don't really recognize it or, or people will recognize it and not like it and will try to you know bring you down to their level um what michelle obama said when they go low you we go high we got, we go high and yep she's right oh who speaking of that we'll have to go come back with another okay. about her her similarities well my similarities and not also at her level but similar um mm-hmm. as a first lady so um, I can even ima- I can just only imagine what she went through because I yeah anyway that's another podcast. <laughs> um, then he says he talks about uh, let's see the easiest way to experience your true nature of happiness, peace, love, fulfillment is in deep silence when your mind is absolutely still, mm-hmm. and so you know peace be still right like that is mm-hmm. when you're still in the moment, in yourself, like mine is generally in the morning, you know, um, I'm not working outside the home, but I still get up, um, generally. Yes, do. You get up before me. Every yeah, I'm up. Good. Yeah, I'm up. I'm up. And, um, I may be up and just sitting in bed, but, or I get up, go downstairs, start the coffee pot, you know, light my candle and I'm in my whatever. And, um, you know, first thing I always say is thank God for another day mm-hmm. and um, just try to live by, you know, just try to just to be kind, just to be kind. People don't have no ulterior motives. No, um, just, you know, just just be yeah, just, be. just be. And I think if, it, if a lot of us just be, you <laughs> know. <laughs> We would be in such a better place. We would be in such a better place. In such a better place. We would be. We yeah. So this has been. So we've talked about uh, reconnecting, <laughs> reconnecting as friends. Um, mm-hmm. When it works, when it doesn't work, where well, ours worked. Um, yeah, it's sometimes probably. it doesn't work, and but ours did. And we talked about um, your feelings of happiness and what what that what that feeling is to you and mine. Um, about inner peace and mm-hmm. forgiveness. Um, that forgiveness one, man, that that took a minute. <laughs> yeah, that took a minute, but I, you know, I had to I let it go. Still, I think you still work on it a little bit. You 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 move that forgiveness level, that needle up and up and up and up. Like you forgive a lot at one level. Yeah, but I think as the days go by, when you get that reminder. <sighs> You have to forgive all over again and now move to the next level mm-hmm. of forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a process. It is a process. It is a process. Be a process. Yeah, because when that heart gets hurt. Yes. Mm. 
So okay, when, when is our next? Can we can we do that one next, please? Can we do that one next? So so <laughs> if you know what, um, so I was telling my listeners that because I had taken a brief little hiatus, mm-hmm. um, from February until you know last week when I did well yeah last week when I did the trailer and then today, um, that I'm back with more you know content and, okay. and more episodes. So I'm we back, can y'all. definitely let's so coming voice, back I'm on. Coming back. So we can, we can, we can make this a Monday, eight o'clock, you know, Monday evening, whatever, you know, we can make mm-hmm. it Monday. Okay. okay. I'm, and, I'm here for it. And we could come back next week with a, a new topic and I'll, I'll come back and do a trailer of what that topic is going to be. What, what you just said is going to be, well, earlier we talked about, what did we talk about earlier? We said, oh, you said something about. Oh the, no, military wife. The military. Okay. We could talk military about that. Wives. So we could talk about that. And actually, I had some military spouses on back in October, I think. I can't remember. Um, but yeah, you, we can definitely talk about that. Um, and well, basically, I wanted to I wanted to hear your military experience as a, as a wife. OK, we can I do wanted, that. Let's, let's dispel some myths. Oh, let's yes. do that Monday. So, <laughs> OK, so we're just going to leave it. We're going to talk about. <laughs> a military spouse's uh, the sacrifice of a military, military spouse. spouse, and we're gonna dispel myths. Mm-hmm. Okay, yes, definitely. We can definitely okay. do that on Monday, um, same time around eight. Okay, we can do that on Monday, and then um, we'll go from there because this I just think this is great, and then you know we'll pull in we could pull in other people mm-hmm. um as time goes on but i just want to be able to be you know consistent now okay. that i'm now that i took that brief brief hiatus hiatus and um i'm back okay. i am back now well i'm glad you're back well thank you and thank I'm you glad this was great with you. <laughs> i'm glad you're here with me um thank you i'm going to also give um credit to anchor if you are in the podcast, um, if you are out there and you want to do a podcast and you're just kind of afraid to do it because you think it involves like a lot of technology and knowledge of whatever it isn't, Anchor is very user friendly. It's easy to use. Um, you just, you know, you download your Anchor app, you go on your your desktop, laptop, um, and create your account, and it holds all of your your podcast there. Um, the the platform or the parent pot the parent podcast is um spotify so one of them is spotify but it's also google um apple podcast breaker several other i think it's seven different other podcasts but you know whatever it is you know you want to tell your you know um friends or family where to find you you just tell them to um look at their local whoever they get their podcast from and um, everything is free. Everything is free. And you can also, you know, earn money for sponsorships. So, um, yeah. So that's that's Anchor. And that's why I use it. Because it's easy. I just, I need easy and user-friendly. That's yeah. what I need. It's very easy. Very easy. Very easy very to use. Easy. Very, easy. very easy. And listeners, if you are out there, I appreciate you listening to Celeste and I this evening. If you are out there. 
Um, please subscribe, subscribe to Women Are Talking. Yes. Um, leave us messages if you have any comments or questions or you know whatever about this particular episode. You can, you may leave a message and then you know we'll get back to you next week. Um, and yeah, click the button. And men, I know again I stress because someone said to me couple months ago well why would I want to come on women are talking if it's called women are talking and was it was a man I said well it's called women are talking because I'm a woman and I'm talking and so <laughs> that's why I called it like women are talking it, you know it doesn't discriminate for no. men at all so um you know men if you're listening by all means listen because maybe you can learn something you yeah. know but yeah so anyway but yeah Okay, girl. All right. This has been this has been wonderful. Yes, it has. And so we'll be back on next Monday. Monday. I believe that's the seventeenth. Yes. We'll be back at eight o'clock. Oh, that is tax day. <laughs> oh, is it? Yes, it is. Ooh, child. Okay. <laughs> Need I say not anymore? Okay. All right. That time, that time went quick. You have a good rest of your week, and we'll be in touch. I'll okay. be in touch. Alrighty. Okay. Thank you guys. All right. All right. Bye bye.